Shishkin Productions podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Ask Not Me Anything podcast. We've got a great episode for you today. Morgan Raum is joining us to talk about New York City food and dating apps. Morgan is a lifelong New Yorker, food photographer, and head of membership at the dating app, The Locks Club. I'm so excited to talk with Morgan. So without further ado, let's get into it. Here, I'm Braxton. I'm Tia. I'm Lauren. I'm Chris. And we're bringing you the Group Text Podcast. We are four black cousins texting all day, every day about everything going on from the streets to the tweets. And, you know, we're bringing the group text to the podcast world. Yep. Talking about why America is trash, but also why you should have hope. We're recapping everything pop culture, current events, and what's viral this week. And even hitting you with some life advice, like when you should knock if they buck. Yep, and we'll be keeping score, seeing if city boys or city girls are up. City girls are always up. City girls make them wish like Ray J. <laughs> the Group Text Podcast, brought to you by the Shishkin Productions Network. Join our group text every Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so I'm sitting down here with Morgan Raum. How are you doing, Morgan? I'm good. I'm a little nervous. It's yeah, my first podcast. First podcast. <laughs> Damn. Well, hopefully it's the first of many more, maybe. Yeah, I hope so. Um, where are you traveling out here from? Are you living in Manhattan or? Yeah, I still live at home, actually, with my parents on the Upper East Side. Oh, nice. And I grew up there. Oh, lifelong New Yorker. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. Um, Let's just jump into the first question, which is from Francis.mask. What's the best and worst dating app? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, can I plug my own dating app? <laughs> yeah. Well, so is this your own dating app? Did you start? Did I didn't you, start okay. it, but I'm the head of membership at Locks Club, which uh-huh. is, we like to say, a dating app for Jews with ridiculously high standards. And it's kind of like, it's supposed to be funny. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's culturally Jewish. So we have 10 to 15% of members who are not Jewish. Okay. And... Personally, it's it is my favorite. Um, I deleted Hinge because I saw no need for it. Hey, that's the app that was built to be deleted, right? That's oh, their that's so their ad true. campaign. Yeah, but I deleted, deleted it for, for a different, different reason. reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I have Locks Club, and I do still have Bumble because I kind of like the idea of sending the first message. Okay. Does does Locks Club know that you're on Bumble still? Oh, they... Yeah, they know. Okay. You know, it's research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Cool. So with that being said, what's it was, what's the best oh. dating app? Okay, well, I think Locks Club is the best. And yeah. the worst whoa, dating whoa, app... but why, though? Why oh, is well, Locks Club the best? What I makes it the best? the people are really great. I think they're super high quality, which makes sense since I'm curating the community. Mm-hmm. Fair. <laughs> um, but no, I think that they're super ambitious. Um, they have a lot... There are a lot of cool jobs on there, for real. Um, and, I mean, I only date Jewish people, so that's important to me. Okay. And there's actually a matchmaker on Locks Club, which is super cool. Like a human matchmaker yes. or AI? Okay. No, it's a human. Um, I'm so curious about how dating apps work in general. So how do, so mm-hmm. how does this uh, work? So I actually used to be the matchmaker, so I do have all of the insider info. Wow. <laughs> and do you have to sign like a NDA or something so you don't give anything away of all these people? Or um, well, no, I'm not going to reveal anyone's yeah. personal right. secrets, but okay. um. Basically, you text the matchmaker on the app okay, and you can say anything from, hey, how are you doing today? Like, I'm feeling sad. I want to chat. Okay. <laughs> or like, um, what can I do to make I feel my like that's profile? A, that's a bad one liner. If you're opening line, hey, I feel sad. Want to chat? <laughs> no, like to the matchmaker. If they're oh, like, to the matchmaker. To the matchmaker. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So I'll be like, yeah, totally. Like, what's up? What's happening today? <laughs> wow. That's a lot of work. Yeah. It's, I mean... At the time when I was doing it, there weren't as many members. Like okay. I can't imagine. How big is the now. community on? Uh, we have, I think, twenty thousand members right oh, now. Wow. Yeah, very cool. Um, and okay, so the matchmaker, you mm-hmm. can text them for love advice. For example, I remember somebody asked me once. Uh, I just went on a first date and he didn't pay. What does that mean? And mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, it's it's up to you. What what do you think that means? What kind of relationship are you looking for? 
So that's something that you can ask them or you can ask them for profile advice. Like, how do I spruce up my dating oh, profile? Cool. Which pics should I use? And that used to be all you answering for all these people. That's yes, a lot of work. I know. And also doing this food photography, food blogging. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, and then what is the worst dating app? Ugh, I mean, the worst one that I have used actually uh -huh. is... I don't know. I kind of hate Hinge. I just don't know what it is about it. Interesting. I, I feel like that's what people love the most. Everyone loves well, Hinge. Lately, yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. I really saw no success on Hinge. Hmm. And I, I just decided I, it was time for me to let go of it. Yeah. And was it like a, a weight off your chest? Yeah, you it was. It? I took a screenshot. I posted it to my close friend story. Ooh, I was like, that's legit. Just so is, they know. They hold gone. you accountable if you're back on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. Okay. So. I want to go back on, we were talking before about how you were answering the question for someone that they didn't pay for dinner. What does that mean? So mm -hmm. I'm curious about this. What is the proper thing to do now? I, I, when, like, is the, on a first date, is someone supposed to pay for the whole meal or like, is it kind of, you read out the situation or is there, do you, in your opinion as, can I call you a dating expert of some sort? Yeah, you can call me Okay, that. cool. What? what's the ideal situation okay i actually is have it, a lot of opinions like if this. it does it if the person that asks the other person out should they pay for the dinner kind of thing yes in theory i think so mm -hmm. but um i happen to ask a lot of guys out because oh. i'm just very forward and yeah. you know or i'll be at a bar or i'll be at a restaurant and i'll think the waiter is cute or something mm. and i'll give him my number and in the end Write it down on a napkin or what's yes. your strategy? And it works. Okay. It does. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, and so I, every single time I go on a date, no matter what, um, I offer to pay. And half the time I'm taken up on that and half the time I'm not. And while I'm so happy to pay, I am still a believer in like chivalry. Right. And I kind of think like if the, if the date's going well and if they have the same values maybe that I've been brought up with, I think that the guy should pay on the first date. But you'll still offer. Yes. Yeah. Does that mean I won't go on a second date with them if they didn't if they didn't pay for the whole thing on the first one? No. Right. Um, but it does make me think a little differently about them and yeah. and makes me think differently about how the date went. Mm. Yeah. Every situation is so unique. That's that's cool how uh you offered because you're the, if you're the one that asks yeah um but yeah i'm i'm someone who like when i i i'm not on dating apps anymore but mm -hmm. when i was in the past uh yeah it was always like a moment i wasn't sure what to do and i i just i was down to pay but i didn't want to make it weird if they thought that i was just like paying for it but also <laughs> if they wanted to pay for it yeah. i wouldn't want to not pay for, i don't know it was just it is awkward it's an awkward situation awkward. but I, this was a while ago so i think i'd be better about it now but Anyways, okay, that was a lot in the first question. So <laughs> yeah. thank you, Francis Dot Mass, for that question. And the next one is from Call Fio. What was your favorite food you had at GovBall? Yeah, I saw you were at GovBall oh, this weekend. How did you? Yes. Uh, I was there too. Oh yeah, I was at GovBall. I went with Grubhub and GovBall. Uh -huh. They both gave me some tickets to cover it. Oh nice, the Grubhub activation, which was mm -hmm. did I saw that? Yeah, it was there was like a DJ there, right? Or just yeah, there music was bumping. a DJ there. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. But it was kind of the music was mashing with the music from the stage. Mm, so I, that's an issue. Yeah. That's I, one of my pet peeves, actually, is like when there's audio coming from one place and another place at the same time, you can hear both equally. And yeah. it's just like, which one do I listen to? And then my brain kind of freaks out a little bit. Exactly. Um, well, my favorite GovVal food. Ugh, OK, there are so many good ones. Yeah. I really liked. Oh, the Gotham Burger Social Club. Gotham Smash Burger. Mm. It was my first time trying it, and I've heard so many good things about I've it. I've never even heard that. What it is, was uh, incredible. Can truly. you describe this burger a little bit? Do you know what a Smash Burger is? I I hear the name. I don't. Yeah. I, I thought it was just a burger. Yeah. So they That's take good. the patty and then they smash it down, so it's kind of flat. Okay. Um, and then this one had onions on it. So cheese. They smash it down. Oh, I think yeah, I, with like a big paddle. I don't. Mm. I don't know exactly what it is, but they smash it down. And it had all the regular toppings. Um, but I don't know, for some reason, it was just better than so many that I've had. Um, and yeah, it was really good. So cool. that that's was the one. That's probably my fave. And then when it comes to drinks, though, John's Juice. 
John's so Juice. Good. Never even heard of this. Yes. It's, Wait, let me guess what it is before okay. you describe it. John's <laughs> Juice. Is this like a, is it alcoholic? No. Okay. But it should So <laughs> I want to say it's like, so, it's, it just, it's, it's a drink that is a summer refreshing beverage. It's not too sweet, but it's got a little bit of sweetness. I can picture it as like maybe a little bubbly too. Uh, okay, this oh. is my final answer. It's a, it's a lemonade with a little bit of basil and blueberries and a hint of fruit punch and peanut butter. <laughs> well, okay, maybe you should come up with your own okay, shop yeah. and sell that. Maybe I should. <laughs> so what is this? Um, they right? just sell juice out of fruit. So oh, wow. they'll okay. carve a pineapple and then they'll put pineapple juice in it. Mm. And it's just kind of Straight fun. Straight from the source. Yeah. Um, oh, is this... I saw people walking around with actual mm-hmm. pineapples. That yes. was John's juice. That's oh, John's yeah. juice. That makes, so there was a pineapple. Mm-hmm. There was. There's a watermelon. There's a coconut. Um, I think she has more at other places. Okay. Than I her, just but... got an idea for my own juice. It'll okay. be called Jeremy's juice. <laughs> and I'm just going to get cucumbers and I'm going to cut out a hole out of the top and then just pour water in it. And then it'll be refreshing cucumber, cucumber water. water. <laughs> you drink it out of a cucumber. Okay. With a straw, if you want, maybe a cucumber straw. Okay. Yeah, sure. that's, that's my idea yeah. off the top. <laughs> Next question is from Ashika.Amarnath. Okay. What's your favorite part, photographing the food or eating it? Oh my gosh. Okay, first of all, how did you get into this world of photographing food? And yeah. so and so I'm, I'm assuming not only do you get paid for it, but I get, I'm assuming you also get to eat at a lot of places mm-hmm. in New York, which is one of the best, pl- I, I would imagine like, Maybe the food capital of the world. Yeah, maybe is it safe I definitely to say that? think so. So, what is it like to eat for free slash get paid to eat um, s- some of the best food in the world? And I'm living the dream, basically. Yeah. Um, I couldn't ask for anything else. <laughs> okay. Well, well, how did you get into this? What yeah, is- I started it when I was in high school, so almost eight years ago. Okay. And at the time, there weren't really food Instagrams. It was just Instagram was launching, and there were some photography related Instagram accounts. And a couple of them launched and I'm such a competitive person that I was like, I need to be featured on these pages. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And I was already loving taking photos and I had a lot. So I just decided to create this food Instagram so I could get featured. And since then, it's it's become way more than that. (laughs) It just kind of slowly, steadily grew into something. It very steadily grew. Mm -hmm. There was never a point in which I suddenly skyrocketed in followers. Um. I got to 5,000 on my first day of sophomore year of college. Oh, wow. Yeah. Your first day. So that must have been a memorable first yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. And then by the end of college, I had 100,000. Uh-huh. Um, so it was, yeah, it was slow, steady. There didn't used to be an algorithm, so it was easier right, back right, then. Right. I remember <laughs> the golden days of Instagram. By the way, college, you went to Barnard. Did I yes. read that? Mm-hmm. That's where my mom went. Oh, my, my gosh. Mom my mom Barnard. went there, too. Oh, look at that. That's Maybe so they graduated cute. together. They Who definitely knows? did. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew her graduation year, but I don't. But my mom was the first episode on my podcast of the season. Oh, okay. So, I have to listen. <laughs> yeah. We talk about Barnard a little bit on it. Cute. It was, I think she went like right when Barnard became a school because it was just Columbia. And then yeah. I, th- I think, I don't remember 100%. So yeah. whatever. Anyways, photographing food or eating it. What do you, what's your favorite part? Oh, it's so hard because both are so fun. Yeah. Honestly, I love photographing the food yeah. and it makes me so excited when I get the shot and I know that mm. that's going to be the one that I'm posting. And I also love editing. Yeah. And it completely can change a photo sometimes too. And it's so nice to see like the final product. And then I also, because I like am taking a lot of photos, sometimes my food is cold. So <laughs> feel that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's an interesting that part that sad. people probably don't think about. <laughs> Do you ever get like embarrassed like photographing food when there's other restaurant goers around and you're like that person standing on a chair doing <laughs> the top down shot of the food? Like, yeah, the- I mean, sometimes I get embarrassed. Do you just own it, though? Honestly, I own it and I have my big professional camera. So people have kind of stopped bothering me and like making fun of me. Right. When I was shooting with my iPhone, which I did for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was not taken seriously. Um, It's definitely less of a problem now. And I also mostly shoot during the day. So I don't really bother people with my LED light or anything. Uh, But yeah, sometimes it's embarrassing. How clutch is being the food being close to a window, getting that natural uh, light from the window? I always, I don't use flash, um, never. And if I have to shoot at night, then I'll use my LED light. But it's so much better to shoot in the natural daylight so if I'm at the window, that's great. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I take my food outside. 
which oh. and honestly that's probably the most embarrassing i did that once at carbone <laughs> wow yeah i was really committed <laughs> yeah for anyone who doesn't know what carbone is it's well it's like my favorite restaurant honestly because the spicy rigatoni pasta is Ooh. incredible um yeah it's just like a really super fancy nice italian restaurant yeah yeah it's a lot like of people are like oh it's overrated i don't know okay what's your speaking of italian restaurants what's your opinion on peter luger's okay wait i honestly haven't been what i know I, well, I just went for the first. I've been in New York for 11 years now. I just celebrated my 11th New York birthday. Yeah, happy and that's when you tried and it for the first so time. I tried it for the first time. Like, t- I guess I was there like two months ago. Okay. My friend had like an extra. He got a reservation like a couple, a month out. I don't know how it works exactly, but he had like an extra seat. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I've never been to Peter Luger's. Let's go. But his reservation, this it was it wasn't even inside the restaurant. It was like in this. You know, it was right outside there. It was outdoor seating in this little dinky area oh. where I feel like eating there, you got to eat inside. It's like part yeah. of the experience. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we ate outside. It was okay. Yeah. It was, you know, and we and everything was so pricey and all cash only, which, come on, it's just like such an inconvenience <laughs> and a schlep. Like, I don't want to, I want to just pay, my, yeah. just take my money on my card. Well, did you um, read the New York Times review? Well, yeah, that's why I'm asking because yeah. there's that, you know, and I then mean, after that review, it's like, I want to try this out for myself and it's yeah. like a New York staple. So, um, if anyone's hearing this right now, I, and you haven't been to Peter Luger's, I wouldn't recommend it. They get enough business already. So it's not even bad that I'm not recommending it. Yeah. Um, there's other restaurants that are better and even though i haven't been yeah yeah (laughs) i've just been to so many good ones i'm kind of like yeah yeah yeah. what's what's your so your favorite italian restaurants carbone yeah i mean if someone asked me like where do i go the most and what do i enjoy the most where do you go to the most and what do you enjoy the most (laughs) well 19 cleveland honestly it's my fave spot because i love the ambiance i love the waiters i love the food i go there on a lot of my dates like second or third date oh um, I feel like you have a whole dating strategy. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very dialed in. Like. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's kind of my favorite spot when it comes to like going anytime. Uh-huh. Carbone is like a whole ordeal, right? And I haven't been since the day I got my wisdom teeth out, actually, because I needed like a last meal. Oh, wait, no, I went in Miami recently. Okay. But I feel please. like you have a really good memory. You're like, <laughs> yeah, you mentioned like the first day of sophomore year and then, oh, the day I got <laughs> well, my wisdom teeth out. because I keep going to these places on special occasions. Ah, yeah. okay. I see. <laughs> cool. All right. The next question is from I Shoot 305 What's the best rooftop dining in NYC? Oh, rooftop dining. I feel like this is like a headline article you'll read like from Infatuation. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm kind of blanking on rooftops right now. Me too. What is, what is a good, But there are well, so many. Yeah. I went to one. Um, What's the best oh, one that first comes to mind? You know what a good mind? one is? Yeah. Sushi by Boo. And they have this kind of, I don't want to say it's a speakeasy, but it's a little rooftop sushi counter um, in a hotel in Midtown. Okay. And I just sushi thought by was, Boo. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool experience honestly i'm pretty sure they're still open honestly there's a chance that they're not anymore cool but they have a bunch of locations okay sounds good yeah next questions from the ju the gutchowski yalik wait i cannot pronounce this name (laughs) the gutkowski jacques okay that's what we'll go to it sorry i'm butchering your name but i'm trying my best (laughs) what is what are your top three restaurants in new york Mm, well 19 cleveland okay like i said is that number that's number one i think so or maybe we don't have to rate them number we're just the top three it makes the top three that's better um 19 cleveland doesn't have to be in manhattan by the way any borough okay if that's helpful to narrow down um missy have you been I have been it's recently. So it's good. so yeah, yeah, It's yeah, so yeah. good. I went, I've been twice now in Williamsburg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The right along the water. Milk. What is, what's that pasta called? I don't even know. Yeah. The sh- it's, it's, isn't Oki? it? The, it's the sister Oki? restaurant of Lilia. Lilia. Yeah. 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 So, um, um, it's so good. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I did get that both times. The yeah. sheep's milk. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like a pillow. Yeah, exactly. Right? I was just going to say pillow. Yeah. Which are one of the most comforting things in the world. And yeah. You, you eat that sheep's milk <laughs> pasta thing and it's just like a very comforting bite. Yeah. It pairs nicely. And then did we say a third restaurant? I mean, I guess Carbone. Carbone. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I have so many though. Yeah. It's hard to narrow it's it down so, to There's three. so many restaurants in New York. It's overwhelming. Yeah. I feel like 
New York, you know how like when you go to a deli and you try to pick something like mm-hmm. for, not a sorry, not a deli, a uh, diner. Yeah. That menu. That's like if <laughs> you're trying to pick menu. a restaurant in New York, it's like looking at that menu and then you pick the restaurant and then you have another menu within that menu. Mm-hmm. It's a very overwhelming feeling. But yeah, I'm trying to think of my favorite restaurants in New York. Mine are... <laughs> First one that comes to mind, Lil Frankie's. Lil Frankie's is so good. Yeah, Lil Frankie's. Have you is been great. late night? I have not been late night. I've been like, I've been like, you know, before late night, like yeah. evening, like midnight, mm-hmm. night junior. I was there at three a.m. the other night. Really? It, it was it's incredible. Open at three. Is it? A, oh yeah. Is it a party scene? Are you like dancing there? No, but it was. It's just open? It was a scene. <laughs> wow. And we ordered pizza and a banana split. Oh, were you on a date? Sounds no, like, I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a <laughs> late night date. Group. Okay. It cool, was cool. really good. It was incredible. Yeah. I love Little Frankie's. Yeah. Like when I when I'm in Manhattan, because I'm mostly in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um when I'm in Manhattan, Little Frankie's is a go to. Um what what else? I think everything else that comes to mind is in Brooklyn. Like, yeah, Missy. Which Missy. I guess that's that's probably a top mm-hmm. one. Have you uh, been to Reunion in Brooklyn? I haven't been to Reunion. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Reunion. Um, I really like Sally Roots, which is, it's really close to my spot. And mm-hmm. also there is this Thai spot down the street from me called Klomklorm, which oh, I love. I haven't heard of that. And then also right down the street from this podcast is this Mediterranean spot called Newtown. Okay. And they have, I think, I've eaten a lot of hummus. I think they have the best, they really? have the best hummus okay. in town. Well, yeah. 19 Cleveland has the best hummus in really? town in my I got, opinion. I got to try out 19 Cleveland and see what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. Next question is coming in from moving underscore images. Can you recommend any native Indian cuisine restaurants? Do you um, eat a lot of Indian food? Not that much. Okay. Some. Ugh, there's this really great spot. Oh, Gup Shop. Um, I think that's in Flatiron. Okay. And then what else? I don't remember. Okay, well, I actually don't eat that much Indian, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't eat that much Indian either, but when I do, it's mm-hmm. really good. And I went to this Indian spot actually a couple of days ago after my friend Ollie recommended it to me. And I'm looking it up right now on my Google's Maps because I'm one of those people that whenever I go to a restaurant or I hear a restaurant, mm-hmm. I either favorite it or I have it as a want-to-go-to place. Do you know, you know about that feature in Google yeah. Maps? So this place I went to was in Long Island City, and it is called... Oh, I think this is it. Yeah, it is called Ada, A D D A. Oh, yeah. Ada Indian Canteen. Okay, I've heard really oh, you, good things oh, about yeah. that one. It was so cool, and yeah. the, the vibe was really cool. Everything. I I need to go back there because I went there and I like wasn't. You ever go to a restaurant? And you're like not that hungry, but the food is so good, mm-hmm. and you like want it and you kinda, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm usually hungry, but this I was just having a weird day with my stomach. You know, I just yeah. you know IBS whatever. It's like I have you know it's. And I ate some Indian food. It was good, but it was also very spicy, which I like, mm-hmm. but it was hard when I wasn't trying to eat, but was still, you know, eating. Yeah. Anyways, I need to go back there because it was really good, but I didn't fully enjoy it because of that. Okay. So. I've also heard really good things about Bengal tiger. tiger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't been there, mm-hmm. but. I think that's near my house too. So oh, okay. Got to try that one. Got to try that one. Okay. This next question is from The Little Sofa Shop. What's the weirdest thing you've done slash place you've been to get the shot? <laughs> oh. Like, what's the craziest angle you tried? I guess we kind of touched up on it before when I was like, yeah, are you standing on chairs and like <laughs> doing the top down shot when a lot of people are around? Um, you brought food outside. So was there yeah. like a specific, you know, thing you did to get the shot that? I mean, the most memorable to me was bringing my food out of the restaurant at Carbone, which yeah, was just... they were probably looking at you weird, huh? Yeah. And this was also pre-pandemic, so mm. now they have outdoor dining. I wouldn't have needed <laughs> to do that. True. So can you describe that experience? You're in this really fancy New yeah. York Italian spot. You ordered... Was it the spiky, spicy rigatoni that yeah. you ordered? Mm-hmm. So you ordered it, and then, like, you're sitting at this nice table, and then you like... I kind like, of, Did you tell like, them, or did you just pick up your plate and bring it outside? Or, like, how does that work? I think I, like got up very quickly <laughs> and I went to the door and I said to the hostess, I'll be right back. I'm just taking a quick photo. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if they thought much of it. It was the daytime still. So yeah. it wasn't like, you know, super romantic vibes yet. Right, right. 
because I obviously wouldn't have had to how, take it outside. How quickly did you go outside really quick or did you have to like set it up and then take no, it? No, I just held it in the air. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, cool. I didn't need to like put it down or anything. <laughs> did did uh, the wait- waiter catch you bringing it outside? Um, they definitely knew because right. I like informed them just cause I don't want them to think I'm like stealing the food. Right. Or that's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Recently that reminds me I was eating at, um, Mimi Chang's Okay. and I took my food outside and I left my stuff inside, like my backpack, yeah. my camera bag. But they thought you were stealing they, it. No, they thought I left. And so they threw, okay. I had like a lot of food left on the table. They got rid of my food oh, no. and they put my stuff in the back <laughs> and i was like wait i came i came back and i was like hi how long were you outside for i don't know maybe like five minutes also they knew i was taking photos so i was like what just happened yeah what but yeah that was, that was definitely strange um and yeah and a, way, and a waste of food one. i hate to see food know, that was like that. especially sad. like good tasty food it was really sad damn all right so is it true that it's easy? Uh, it's another dating question, and okay. it's from at Shulian. Is it true that it's easier for women to get matches on dating apps than it is for men? Okay, no, um, definitely not. Well, okay, wait. I feel like you're the myth myth buster of dating questions. So I'm pretty sure in general. I don't know the exact percentages, but men swipe on way more profiles than women do. That makes sense. Like mm-hmm. swipe yes to. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen my friends just right swipe mm-hmm. everyone and then yeah. like decide later who they want to talk to. women are way more picky about who they're swiping on. Yeah. So men have, men at least, I know some on Locks Club have like so many matches that we've had to like, <laughs> they've like run out of data and we had to like fix that. Um, and I'm like, okay, why is this happening? It's because they're swiping on everybody. Yeah. And then they don't even start conversations with most of those people. I wonder, I think part, I wonder if part of it is they get to, you know, show their friends be like, yo, look how many matches I got. <laughs> like, so like, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, they're just like not as picky. And then when it comes to starting conversations, they just like have so many matches that they're like, who am I going to even message? Yeah. So then they wait for the women to message first. Mm. Kind of like why I like Bumble. Like Bumble first. Yeah. Uh, I like Bumble. Um, but yeah, I, I message a lot of guys first too, because I'm like, I have to stand out from the crowd because cool. I know this is happening. So. Yeah. You kind of seem like an anomaly in the dating world though. It's like, I feel like both, no one wants to be the first message, but I yeah. like that you take the initiative too. Yeah. Life's short, right? Like, yeah. Life is short. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. I respect that. Um, next question is from Kosha Dills. Oh, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> Bagel or pick bagels or pickles. Which do you like more? Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you love both a lot? I, until recently I was anti-pickle. Oh, um, you had an awakening. I've kind of been enjoying pickles a little more. Mm. And then I had them in the Gotham smash burger at Gotham. Wait, Ball. just this weekend. So yes. as recently as a couple of days ago, you're Literally. officially a pickle girl now? I don't know if I'm a pickle girl yet, okay. but I really enjoyed them on this burger. But you haven't eaten them solo. You've only eaten them Mm-mm. paired. Yes. Okay. So I've had them on the burger and I had them recently on the KFC fried chicken sandwich. Ah. And I loved it. I loved it. Cool. Next <laughs> so, step is to like take a bite out of an actual pickle itself and see if... That's uh, scary. Have you ever done like a pickle back shot? No, because you know I, that is? I didn't like pickles. Okay. So like... <laughs> Well, just because you don't like pickles doesn't mean you don't like pickle juice, right? But like that's scary. (laughs) (laughs) It is a scary. I could see how it's scary. I love uh, pickleback shots or picklebacks. Maybe I'll try one soon. Maybe, maybe do we have, do we have a picklebacks on on set here? Maybe we could rip a pickleback shot right now. I I wish we were prepared for that. Oh, well. Um, so what is it? Bagels or pickle? I guess your bagels. Um, Yeah, bagels definitely. yeah, Yeah. But my, my bagel answer is kind of weird. Um, oh, let's it's hear not it. like the traditional bagel. Okay. Have you heard of bantam bagels? I haven't. Okay, so they were actually bantam on Shark Tank. Bagels. Okay, it's like this kind of. It reminds me of a bao. You know, like bao. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, it's like some... filled with the cream cheese, and the outer portion is like the bagel dough or. I don't oh, know interesting. Yeah, so it's kind of like a little Wait, circle. That kind of reminds me of. Do you remember? Were they called? What is this? This thing that I used to microwave back, they were like big, I want to say they were called bagel bites, but it wasn't bagel bites. Right. It was uh, maybe by the same company, but there were these little, you know, 
It was just like a the cream cheese was infused yeah. inside of it. It's like a, it's like a little ball. Yeah. Yeah, and the cream cheese inside, and I love the everything bagel, mm. Bantam bagel. What is this a place in the city? They do have a shop somewhere. I'm not actually sure where. And you just like pop one in at a time. It's like yeah, you, or you, you can order them. One, is it like you just eat it in one bite kind of thing? Like they're no, no. bite size or no? They're not. Bite oh, size. okay. They're, they're, kind they're, of they're like, big. Yeah. I don't know how to describe the size. Right. I guess it's the size of, yeah. How do we describe that size? It is. The palm of my hand, but a little smaller. Yeah. (laughs) Similar diameter to the palm of one's hand. (laughs) I got to try that. Yeah. Okay. Next question is from Austin Kovich. Oh, good. That's my boss. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, he, he asked, have you ever been ghosted? Oh, wow. That's so rude. It's personal. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I have been ghosted a couple of times. Actually, I was ghosted by someone on Locks Club. And I was like, you're really going to ghost the head of membership on this app? It's a bad look. They're going to. It's just rude. I'm going to kick you off that. No, I'm not going to kick you off that. But you want to. You're tempted to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was sad for sure. But I was kind of like, all right, like you have serious problems. then." I hate ghosting. It sucks that. A lot of people do it. Yeah, it does suck. Um, yeah, be better. And if yeah, yeah, I've been I've been ghosted in the past too, yeah. and it was it was uh it was traumatizing. Honestly, yeah. I was so confused by it. I like did not understand. I I kind of want to tell this story right now, but it's also like so long, so I don't think I'm gonna go into it. But <laughs> I got in short, I got so many signs. It was like went on a first date, went really well. Right afterwards, she took the initiative to ask to hang out again. This was like three or four years ago now. Um, (laughs) She took the initiative to hang out again, and I was excited because I thought it went well. So she made plans with me for like, you know, in a couple days later, like on a Friday or something. And then I followed up on the Friday just like to see what time, because we just had like generally to hang out like Friday night. So I like followed up Friday afternoon or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, you you got to follow up a little well, earlier well, we were than te- that. Yeah, we were texting a little soon. And, you know, okay. it was like the day of. I've, we know okay, we get yeah. text in the morning, so I texted <laughs> it like in the afternoon. This was like four years. I'm just trying to remember. And yeah. then like just no text back at mm-hmm. all um, the whole day. And the next day I'd be like, hey, like, you know, it's kind of, you know, we just making sure. I will, yeah, hey, uh, just want to. Um, yeah, I was just like, uh, I'm trying to remember what I said. Hey, um, it's all good if. I didn't make it weird or anything. I was like, I just want to make sure she was okay. Cause yeah. I just thought it was weird that she didn't text back after making plans. And then she didn't text back for the whole weekend. And it wasn't until like that Monday or Tuesday. At least she and replied. Then, yeah. But I was just, so I, I thought she might've, you know, something bad might've happened yeah. or something. She completely ghosted me. Anyways. I had, I had sucks. signs for mine too. So I, I was like not a hundred percent surprised when it happened. Okay. I didn't have any <laughs> signs. It was out of nowhere and I, I have a pretty good read. I like to think, but maybe not. I, can I tell you, tell the story? Let's hear it. I it's want actually the... so funny yeah. and like at the same time, maybe embarrassing, but I, I think it's hilarious. Okay. So since I work at Locks Club, like I can see like when people get matches sometimes because like. Sometimes I'm looking, you know, they'll ask a question like, hey, did this person unmatch me? So I like have access. Oh, wow. And I knew that this guy was matching with people right after seeing me like five minutes later. So like we took a cab home five one night. Five minutes later. And like making out a little bit in the cab. Yeah. And then he was matching with people like literally five minutes later after like we right separated. When he left. Yes. Wow. And it happens again on like our third date. And we had a sleepover and he was matching with people in the morning. Like while I was there. <laughs> you ha- that's insane. <laughs> I know. It's like so crazy. Yeah. Well, it's crazy that you could tr- see that too. Um, yeah. Full transparency. I know I've never, I would never do anything like that, but I know of people that, you know, I know of people that pull that. So I'm not like yeah. super surprised, but it's like my coworkers that, were like, oh, well, maybe he's just like really addicted to swiping. No, that's the thing. I don't necessarily <laughs> even like, yeah, it sucks that you did that. But I don't know if I even blame it. It's just part of how how this stuff works. People get addicted to these apps yeah. and swiping in general. It's just totally. like it's just part of the system. It's it's part of the reason why I'm like for myself, I'm anti dating app for now, at mm-hmm. least. Um, but 
I think it's great for a lot of people how yeah. it works. But like I would, you know, I think I could get it. It's it's a lot of it's very time consuming and yeah. Um, well, I witnessed yeah. firsthand how it works for so many people, right? And it's amazing, like seeing all the success and, stories, and, right? There, yeah. There's a lot of success, but also there's a lot of not. It's just you're yeah. on the dice a little bit. Exactly. It's just another way to meet someone. It's just a matter of if you want to yep. spend your time meeting someone that way. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, if you're hearing this, I hope you haven't gotten ghosted because it's not a good feeling. And if you're dating someone and you're thinking about not dating them anymore, just let them know. Just talk yeah. to them. Don't 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 it's be a so ghost. It's so easy to be like, "Hey, I'm actually not feeling this connection." Well, it's easier to ghost. That's like the easiest thing. I to honestly do, don't but... think it is because then people are like following up, and you just feel. But like... then the whole you just keep digging that hole deeper and deeper, yeah, and then exactly. you just like. I mean, the easy thing to do for a lot of people is not say anything. That's like yeah. the easy thing to do, but. It's so easy to just like tell someone your feelings are valid. Whatever you're feeling, just let them know so you're yeah. not wasting anyone's time, including your own. Yep. So, yeah. Okay, on to the next question, <laughs> which is back to food yeah. from Dutzel. What are the food trends you're seeing? Oh, food trends. Okay, there's a big one still going around right now, like birria tacos. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's I a trend I actually haven't sure. tried it yet. Um, I really want to, though. And it's like a broth that mm-hmm. you dip the tacos mm-hmm. into. I've had it a couple times. Oh, yeah. is it, do you like it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I could definitely, I feel like it's a trend. Yeah. As in, I just prefer a regular taco. Yeah, I, mean. I also But there's this spot down the street called Nene's Taco, uh, ta- uh, I think it's Nene's Deli, Taqueria Deli, or just Nene's Deli. They do, not only do they do uh, burrito tacos, which are really good, but they do a taco pizza. Oh. And it's like burrito taco pizza, I think. Taco so it's like, pizza. yeah, it's literally, you know, it's the shape of a pizza, except it's actually tacos. Oh, but like individual tacos that make up. You cut them like pizza slices. I can't picture it at all. So it's like, <laughs> I feel like it's more of like a quesadilla than a taco, if okay. that makes sense. Like all it's right. like a big quesadilla cut into oh, slices, okay. but they're tacos. I don't really get I it. I see. They're, it's good though. And it, it makes for a good photo. You should go there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you after this. Okay. Um. Cool. So Bria, talk, any other food trends off the top of your mind? That's the no, main one. Not off the top yeah. of my mind. <laughs> All right, let's see. Which question should I ask next? Oh, this is a good one from Sizzle Real Gang. I'm going to Bagel Fest this weekend. Oh. It seems pretty weird in a good way. Have you ever been? Wait. And then also another question <laughs> is from them. Part two. Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> Everything sesame and cinnamon raisin bagels. Okay, wait. So I'm speaking at Bagel Fest. Oh, wow. I don't I- know if this person knew that. Maybe. I don't know. I'm also randomly, as of yesterday, going to Bagel Fest. Oh. I found out about it yesterday because my friends at Greenberg's Bagels. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess they have a bagel there. I don't really know. I haven't looked into the event at all or know how it works, but. Okay, well, I'm a it's on Saturday. Okay, so on, I'll see you on Saturday. Are you going to the later session? I didn't even know there were two sessions. I just okay. thought it was throughout the. I was just going to go at some point. All right, well, go to the later one. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay. So I'm speaking at it. I haven't been before, but this is only the second it, okay, one. Okay, second. Um, and then, I mean, I'm excited. Yeah. Also, Kosha Dills is rapping. Oh, cool. The guy that's a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I know, know Kosha. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, fuck, Mary kill, cinnamon, raisin, everything, or what was the third one? Sesame. Everything bagel, cin- mm. cinnamon, raisin bagel, and sesame bagel. Hmm. I'd probably kill cinnamon, raisin. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean... Yeah, that's kind of a, I don't order that one. <laughs> and then maybe I'd marry Sesame. I just feel like a sense of uh, calm and comfort with that one. Okay. And then I'd fuck everything bagels. <laughs> See, I would marry the everything because it's got everything. You yeah, know? It's that's like true. Everything for the rest of life. That's what I'm I don't know, but you, you know, know, that's a lot Ses- of pressure. That is a lot of pressure. <laughs> uh, well, maybe I got to rethink that. Maybe I'll come back to that question. Um, wait, so what did, do you know more about Bagel Fest that's happening this weekend? Like, Yeah, how, it's happening so this weekend. So how does that work? Or is there just going to be a bunch of bagels from different bagel stores? And... Yeah, tons of bagel vendors. And then there are some drink vendors like Nesquik. Okay. Um, and then... Just, people are just going to eat and drink a bunch. Yeah, and... basically. Um, there are going to be... There's some AR experience. Wait, I'm sorry. AI. AI, okay. <laughs> What's AR? I don't AR, know. like virtual reality. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So a- AI. Wait, now I don't yeah, know so which it's, one it's it is. Yeah, it's probably AR. Yeah, it's probably you know. <laughs> okay. Into the metaverse of bagels. Yeah, and then there's a panel. Me, Jay Cohen, Hannah Albertine from the Infatuation. We're all speaking. I feel like they're both way more qualified than yeah. I am. But I wonder if I'm related to Jay Cohen. I feel like I might follow him on TikTok. Probably. Is he, he a has TikToker? He a really big TikTok. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I might. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I might follow. He's him like too. Jewish chef. Cool. We have the same initials. Oh yeah. So I'll have to I'll have to <laughs> meet meet Jake. Okay, which borough has the best bagels from Miss Silver Pictures? Um, I've really only tried bagels from Manhattan, so I can't really say. So Manhattan. So Manhattan. I'd say Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like this question from Eastman Video. If you could only eat one color of food and drink for the rest of your life, which color would you eat? For example, <laughs> yellow would be squash, bananas, lemonade, etc. Okay. Um... I feel like this is a difficult question because it's like, what would I love the most? Probably like yellow, orangey, kind of like I'm thinking vodka sauce pasta, which is like my favorite food. But I mean, at some point I would feel really bad about myself if I kept eating that constantly. But then you could have bananas and then you could have lemons. Lemons, and then also, yeah. I'm just trying to get yellow. Love foods. eating a lemon every yeah. once in a Cheerios, while. Cheerios, Cheerios, yellow. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I kind of am leaning towards green. Yeah, yeah. Then you just feel good and be yeah, healthy. Yeah, and there's so many good green foods. Yeah. Plus that cucumber water idea I had before. <laughs> that's that's exactly. Still in the picture, I can still so. dine at your future yeah. drink shop. <laughs> yeah. So, I think green would be my answer too. Because yeah, I'll. Yeah. Everything really healthy and good for you is mostly green or just like very, you know, the any any food that's just super colorful and bright mm-hmm. is just most likely good for you. Yeah. And like fun to eat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're in the final stretch of questions and this one is coming in from Colin Ridgeway. What's the most overrated New York City restaurant? Oh, I know the answer to this. Ms. You have Smith. the correct answer? Yeah. The Smith. Oh, the Smith. I do not think the Smith please, is that great. Please tell me more. <laughs> Everyone is obsessed with their mac and cheese. Uh-huh. I don't like the mac and cheese. It's too cheesy. It's, it's too... just like, it's not, it's nothing special to me. Okay. Um, And everyone always loves going there. Like my out of town friends will be like, my favorite restaurant is this. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm confused. Have you gone to other restaurants? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been once a long time ago and it was not memorable. Yeah. Um, it wasn't bad. It's but not bad. Yeah. No, definitely not. Yeah. I mean, once one person says it's cool, then other people think it's cool and yeah. that becomes a thing. So, and there's so have, many locations. There's it's so like, many locations. And is it, somehow is it's it, always an option for dinner. And I'm, yeah. I never am like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I never, I just never thought of it too much in either good or bad. But yeah. now, now I'll think of it as a little overrated. And I don't even feel bad saying that because they get so much business. So, so for much any, business. It's like same thing with, uh, with uh, Peter Luger's, it's like mm-hmm. I don't feel bad trashing these restaurants that <laughs> are like it's too popular that you can't even get a seat there because yeah. we'll give them the cold hard truth. Yeah, and I never want to like trash a restaurant. Well, yeah, you know we don't. I mean? You know, we wish them well, but yeah, like we'd recommend you go somewhere else. Yeah, I just have know? like so many other places. Yeah, it's just overrated. It's yeah, overrated. Exactly. Yeah. Are there any behind the scenes we could see before the final product shots from Beer Jesus? I guess how do we even show the before? Sh- before shots on a podcast if it's audio only um what are the what are the shots like before you edit them is it pretty much the same i mean now that i'm really good at photography yeah i would say it's pretty similar um i do some video and those look super different because i'm like syncing it up with the music that all comes through in the editing yeah like slowing parts of it down speeding things up yeah but when it comes to like the photos and the quality, it, I would say it's pretty similar. Yeah. What's your go-to lens when shooting food? For a really long time, I was using my macro lens, mm. um, but I've been using my 16 to 35 millimeter and that's kind of just such an all-purpose lens that I've just yeah. been bringing that one with me. Yeah. Yeah. That's pro- That's what I would imagine is like the best for food. Yeah. You need like something pretty wide Yeah. to get like the atmosphere of the restaurant well, too. honestly, I, I would say my style of food photography is close-up shots so you can really like see the food and like if you're looking at it you're you know you like can almost taste it yeah so 
I don't really need like the whole wide angle thing for my food shots, but I like having it so I can do restaurant interior shots or exterior or me sitting in the restaurant. Right. So it's nice to like only have to bring one lens around. Totally. Less yeah. is more. Yeah. Lately, I just do one lens and if anything, two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, either either one or two, but I try not to ever bring like three lenses. Around. Yeah. My go-to, 35 millimeter and 85. Those are the two lenses I need. I like shooting primes. Yeah. 35s for my wider stuff and then 85 just for you know when i when i'm shooting from a little further away i want to get a yeah. tighter i've tighter never crop. used an 85 but i have a 55 and it's like my favorite lens yeah. ever i wish i used it more yeah it's cool I, I love that focal length too um yeah this weekend when i, I was photographing gov ball and mm-hmm. i mostly shot with my 85 okay and then i do this thing on my camera um because sony has this feature where you could it's like having another, I like to think of it as you have a whole nother lens on your, on your camera, but you actually don't. But since the camera I shoot with and yours are full sensor, mm-hmm. you could do this thing where it, like you could change it from full sensor to like APC sensor, which is like a cropped version, crop sensor. So I, I have it set up on my camera where I could click a button and then it's like the, using the crop sensor. So it's almost like using a different focal length. Oh. So if I'm shooting on my 35, I click I click this button and it goes to, you know, the crop sensor version. And then it's like I'm shooting on a 55. Oh. And then with my 85, I click the button and it's like I'm shooting on a, mm, I don't know, like I'm trying to think of the equivalent of after an 85, maybe like a 105 or 110. I don't know. Okay. It's, wait, you have to show me that I'll show later. you. Do you have your camera on you? I do. All right. I'll show you right after this, okay. this epi. <laughs> what is the oddest thing you've ever been offered in return for a post about a person, restaurant, brand, etc.? question is from m underscore mall one an exchange i feel like when you were coming into the game of instagram photography working for these restaurants brands i'm sure i mean we've all been here i've been here like you know there's been things that you know i'm sure they didn't like pay you in money at at certain points they like you know something in return whether it's a you know free meal or has there ever been like something that you look back on that you're further in your career now and you're just like, hmm, that was kind of weird that, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to just explain mm, this question yeah. a little bit more. Was there I something- wouldn't say there's much besides like the offer of free food or yeah. like a gift card or something. Right. Like I, gift I'm card- trying to think like yeah. what could I have been offered? I'm trying to think too. What is the oddest thing I've been I mean, sometimes like I'll get PR packages. So it's not, it's a, it's product instead of, but it, I can't remember it ever being weird. Yeah. Well, I guess what is the oddest thing? That's how Odd. they worded it. I don't know. I'm not really sure how to answer that question either, but I need to think something. <laughs> okay. And then this is the last question from Amy Nicole. What made you want to work at Locks Club and work in the world of dating apps? Oh, so easy. I heard of Locks Club before it launched and I saw it on... Um, the comments section of a dating podcast that I follow, we met at Acme. I'm actually shooting her engagement party tonight. Oh, wow. <laughs> so kind of random. Yeah. Everything's um, full circle. Yeah. And I saw this Congrats comment. Congrats to her. Mazel tov. Yeah. Mazel tov. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw this comment on one of her Instagram posts talking about this new Jewish dating app. And I'm Jewish. I love dating apps. I'm single. So I'm like, okay, what's this? I applied to the app because it's an application-based app, and I was waiting to hear back about my application for like three or four weeks because it hadn't launched yet, which I didn't realize at the time. But while I was waiting, I was so excited about it that I was doing research on it. There was no press yet, but they did have a website. And then all of a sudden, one day, there was a job listing for a (laughs) membership committee. And How long ago was this? This was in... September, October last year. Oh, wow. And um, the job listing was so, like, cute and funny. Um, I can't remember, like, the exact wording, but it was like, oh, what are you going to get if you work here? Like, cool merch, uh, the ability to work at, like, a future Spielman's Deli speakeasy, which is, like, the Locks Club's uh, alternative identity. Okay. Um, And I just thought that their voice was so cute and relatable and my voice And I was like, whoa, I've never heard my voice somewhere else before. I need to be at this dating app and I'm going to do anything I can to work there. And I slid into the 
DMs of the founder because at the end of this job application, it said DM Austin and alien emoji if you've read this far. <laughs> and it's like, who's Austin? He was the guy who asked that question earlier. Exactly. Asked about ghosting. And all I did was I looked to see who was following the, their Instagram account. I mm. found Austin. Yeah. Not that hard. Not that hard. I DM'd him an alien it's emoji. Easy to stalk. From my food account. And I remember he replied saying like, how'd you find me? I'm like, what do you think that this was really hard? Like I know how to do my job. (laughs) Yeah, come on. Yeah. And then I emailed basically saying I have so many great ideas. Can't wait to talk about them on our interview. And I I got that interview and then they liked my ideas and I was hired on the second interview. Okay. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) That's awesome. From talking to you, what I like about you is I feel like you're a go-getter. Like whether it's, you know, in the dating world where you're you you know you uh you're very forward about what you're looking for and make things happen or in in uh in professional setting when you see a job you're interested in you know you want it and you're like going out getting it i think that's really admirable so Thanks. that's cool <laughs> got that from my dad got it from your dad awesome <laughs> yeah all right well that about wraps up the pod. So thanks for thanks for being on this podcast. And can you can you plug uh, anything and everything? What you what are you working on? What's your social handles? Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about anything before? Okay. Um, well, I'm on Instagram. My username's too much food, but it's like three O's yeah, on both. It's three yeah. O's in both, so like too much food. Yeah. <laughs> and then on TikTok, it's just my name, Morgan dot Raum R A U M. Um. Like, I don't have that much else I'm doing, but, um, but stay tuned in the future. Yeah. There might be some. I'm like speaking at Bagel Fest, which is, oh, fun. yeah. If you're at, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Morgan's going to be there. If you're in New York and want to come to Bagel Fest this weekend, come through and talk to us. Yeah, do I'm it. not going to be a speaker. I'm just going to be eating bagels, I guess, and, <laughs> and taking some photos. But cool. But yeah, cool. Well, thanks for coming out. I really enjoyed this conversation. And to everyone listening, thanks for tuning in. I hope you're having a great day. And please remember to stay hydrated and drink water. That's really important. And have a great day. Peace. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shishkin Productions Podcast.